Coffee Conversations with Cinti is brought to you by Influential, the new strategic consultancy that takes the guesswork out of influencer marketing for your brand. We provide much-needed strategic crafted frameworks on how to implement campaigns specific to your brand needs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous edition of Coffee Conversations with Senti. And as usual, I've got a very special guest in the studio. Nafisa, how are you? I'm good, Senti. How Thank are you? Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, before we go any further, everybody listening to us, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We would like you to be a huge part of uh, this conversation online and everywhere else. Uh, please introduce yourself. Okay, so I'm a freelance technology journalist. Yeah. I've been covering tech for about 12 years now. I do business Ooh. and consumer tech. Okay. And um, I also have a blog on the side, but I don't always have time to update it because I'm busy writing. Okay, what's your blog called? Uh, Wired to the Web. Ah, all right. Okay, it's an interesting Lisa, name. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I write for some of the big titles in South Africa, like Tech Central, um, okay. Sao Mail and Guardian, City Press. All right. Yeah. Uh, and what else have you done that's so interesting in the tech and blogging space? <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Though. My work keeps... I guess busy. everything is. Yes, like yeah. I'm always reviewing a phone, for example. There's always something new coming up. Sometimes because I'm a one-woman show, I can't always review everything. Okay, so, so you're literally wired to the world. You see, that blog <laughs> name came about in the early... Like 2008-ish. Yeah. Now everything's wireless and I love being wireless. So it's actually quite ironic. I actually okay. thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So maybe you're up okay. for a rebrand. Maybe. Okay. Alright, so let's jump right into it. Your bio is like a dream and you're one of a very few prominent women in the tech industry. How was it breaking into it? Was it any difficult? So for me, my story is very unique. Everybody asks me how I got in and how can they get in. Yeah. With me, I was literally in the right place at the right time. I say that because I used to work at a travel website and I always loved tech from the time I was a teenager before teens. Okay. So I used to write about tech in my spare time for reporter.co.za. They don't exist today, All right. unfortunately. But so yeah, I used to do it for fun and donate the little money they used to give me to charity because I was just trying to, you know, for the experience and build myself up. Yeah. And I didn't realize they had submitted me then for a telecom ICT award okay. and at that award function um, and a publisher saw me then offered me a full-time job because I do it. Alright. So yeah, so was, I was just carrying on with my passion, someone yeah. saw it, I was nominated for an award and then they thought, you know, let's get off her full-time job. Yeah, so, yeah. look at how you turned out. Yeah. And, and you know, the tech is a, a male-dominated industry. Was it always easy for you to, to find acceptance and to find your own niche, so to speak? So, so I think it also depends a lot on personality. I don't feel okay. like I needed to be accepted. I was always um, confident about my skill set and what I could do. And what you could offer. Yes, well, yeah. and I knew that because I knew my tech knowledge, I could write about it. So I never doubted myself. However, yeah. um, early on in, when I started in 2007, I think, I was like yeah. one of a handful of women in the room when I went to any event. So I, I was a bit okay. slightly, like, you know, I thought, oh, this is so unfortunate. Why can't <laughs> yeah. there be more women? And half the women also were, like, PR. So I'm, I'm lucky enough now to say that I've seen the way things have grown and there are definitely more women that I'm seeing at events today. So that has changed. Okay, that, yeah. that's that's a good progression, definitely. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and during the digital transformation, which obviously has happened in the last couple of years, you've obviously fallen upon influencer marketing. How powerful is influence in driving a narrative? Okay, so that's an interesting question because I don't call myself an influencer. Um, I know there's a big rise in it and yeah. um, obviously, okay, see, so over the years, initially when it first came out, I, I was sort of 
not very accepting to it but now that okay. we've evolved and it's now 2019 <laughs> yeah. I fully accept influencer marketing I understand there's a space for it in the industry there's a space for everything yeah. and she, absolutely there's a place for that and yeah. also personally I don't, I'm not big on I'm putting ads so I block all the ads on my phones so okay. and I do understand publishers need to make money so I'm yeah. very open to the fact that influencer marketing is here to stay it's yeah. paid content and as long as it's clearly marked I'm happy that um, yeah that's good enough Okay, and, and from where you sit, what is the difference between a journalist and an influencer? Are they the same? Are they similar? Are so, they complementary? So some people say journalists are the original influencers, and I suppose that does make sense in a way yeah. because before people, um, when we were younger, we used to get our news from the newspaper, we were easily yeah. influenced by the TV, magazine, No, no the best part was you had to wait for some time to get your yes, morning paper. Exactly. <laughs> and people used to look forward to that or yeah. Sunday morning. It was an all experience. Yeah. Um, look, you know what? I think it, the way influencer marketing has come about, it sort of changed the definition. But I think journalists don't wouldn't call themselves influencers. They are influential, yes. But okay. we're not influencers. Because ah, we're obviously right. not being paid to say what we say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you maybe an unwilling partner in the influencer marketing space? If, if that's what you want to label me as, um, you, you know what, yeah, I mean if people want to know what I'm doing and if they trust my opinion then maybe yeah. yes I am. And, and you're always happy to be able to Absolutely, if you yeah. ask for my help, anything check, I'm happy to help them. Okay, and, and how has social media helped you to gain a new type of audience and to grow that audience from the moment you started up to now? Yeah, so I got onto Twitter very early, I think it was 2008, Okay. when it was just like very few South Africans, Yeah. and I've seen it grow over time and people have obviously, uh, they are using it differently, but I'm glad I have this outlet because people who follow my work on print, I write a lot on print, yeah. so sometimes okay. they want to connect with the, with the journalist who they follow because you can't wait once a month for this no, magazine to come out. Yeah. So I think it's very important for freelance journalists and, non, and obviously non-freelance, full-time ones, to be on Twitter to always be active yeah. and post about like if I'm, I'm in tech I must always I find that I need to be active in tech and always share my opinion maybe now and then all right because you want people to know that you you want to still be relevant and you want to be on top of people's minds and exactly. they always remember you as being the authority on your subject yeah yeah so I think uh, social media definitely plays a huge role in, for me and goes in that. yes yeah and, and what sort of following do you have is it strictly tech or According to my Twitter stats, yeah. um, it says primarily tech, so I know that's my audience. That's why I try not to diverse too much. <clears throat> well, sure, I'll tweet now. If, if I eat somewhere interesting, very occasionally I'll post pictures of my food. Okay, so that there travel. is no content fatigue, obviously. Yeah, and also you don't want to be one-dimensional yeah, and boring. Exactly. Yeah. So I do tend to put other things, like sometimes lotion, whatever. Okay. You know, I try not to get... To, to, to plug on to yes. whatever conversations are And happening. I don't okay. get too political, but I do mention my travel and my food stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so more of, of your lifestyle type of content. Yes. And, and how important to you is um, the right type of following? Oh, that's an interesting question. Not a lot of people worry about that. So I'm very weird in the sense that... I actually look at the people who follow me and if I find they spam me or if I find there's some random without a profile picture from another yeah. obscure country, <laughs> I, I actually block them because okay. I like to keep my audience targeted and I know that they're the Czech and South African, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and what are your views on, on the size of, of your following versus the quality? The 
it's such a subjective thing. If people like when, uh, on the other side, PR thinks, oh, following means a lot. Yeah, so us, you need to have a million and yeah, no, I don't think deal. that's the case. I yeah. mean, like I, mine is modest, five thousand, five and a half thousand for a journalist. Yeah. Some people have over hundred thousand. But also, if you look at the engagement, my account versus a bigger account. Yeah. I feel like I'm happy with the kind of engagement I get. That I get, you get, yeah. Yeah, people comment, retweet, whatever. Although I know it's, it may seem superficial to some people, but I'm happy with my engagement with my amount of following versus yeah. other accounts that have over hundred thousand, and I see they only, they barely get a retweet or, or just one or two, you know. Yeah. So I feel like I know what I'm doing is for the right audience. Okay, and yeah. and obviously what you're trying to get at is to make sure that you are effective. And yeah, I like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. And there, there used to be a time when journalists were the first call for anything exciting, and increasingly more people are getting news or the lowdown from from their peers. What is the role of each one of those parties in in, in terms of getting a message out? Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's room for everyone. Yeah. People are going to listen to their friends, but they're also going to listen to the trusted authority. Like you know, they're like, oh no, but also this is what the journalist says. And yeah. also, when it comes to checking, uh, vetting stuff and confirming verifying sources, your friends aren't obviously aren't going to be that thorough. Yeah. They can easily make a mistake, and that's okay. But yeah. you, as a person, should know that you know what. The journalist, or if you're working in a newsroom, you have some, you know, you were trained in a certain way, and yeah. you, you won't just share something about verifying. I hope, exactly. <laughs> you know. So yeah. there's always that to, to you have. You can't just take everything on value that you see on your feed and believe it. We all know there's a big problem with that. Yeah, and 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 in the age of um, fake news, how does that play in the journalism sector as opposed to in an influencer perspective? The fake news thing always comes around. Political stuff. Political so stuff. Okay. We have that. Oh yeah, that's actually a very nice observation. Yeah. So I think in terms of tech, no one maliciously would would put fake tech news unless you okay. unless you're like one of the influencer types and you buy that's mistake. an interesting insight. Yeah. But, yeah, but like by your mistake, you shared the wrong spec. I have seen that a lot of times. Like okay. Like when you go to an event, I click the hashtag to see what people are saying. I like you know if there's some time, I do that. Yeah. And I notice people get the specs wrong, and I just roll my eyes, thinking, well, at least if you're gonna come here and tweet about it, at least double check the facts. Yeah. Personally, I that's I I'm very thorough about. I, I make sure I double check what I before I hit the tweet because I don't wanna. I try to make it one good tweet and I want all the newsworthy stuff. Yeah. Things that people want to know, you know. So I, I make sure the facts are all there, like all checked. All right. Specs right. And so, how important is it for you to stay authentic and true to self and that true is, to subject yeah, as well? That is my number one thing. I have yeah. to be as a journalist. I I'm, I want to be the credible source. That's yeah. my whole. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Reputation. Yeah, if exactly. I say anything without researching it, then it's then that people are not going to trust me, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's very important, and uh, like I know <laughs> this is very a touchy subject, but I don't uh, sell my social coverage. I would never sell a tweet. Okay. That's just All right. who, what I choose. Okay. Because I'm authentic. My opinion is not for sale. Yeah. Uh, but the, the lines are blurring now because people are now tweeting stuff and they're saying it's an ad. So maybe for a competition, that's different because it's not okay. like I'm sharing my opinion and that's a sale. If I'm just yeah. saying, hey guys, enter this competition, maybe that's different. Yeah. But I have not sold any, any tweets. Any so tweets so being authentic is important. Uh, do you see the lines blurring between influence, influencers and, and, and journalism in general? Actually, no. Or, or there's always going to be a space for There's always for be a space for each and yeah. everybody knows you're following a journalist and this is what you expect from a journalist. Yeah. And then you don't want the journalist, the person you follow, to, to make silly mistakes. I mean, after how many strikes you're going to say, well, this journalist is not credible. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but between the two, I don't think there's going to be... Uh, there's no blur. 
All right. And um, what one piece of advice for women would you have? Those who want to become journalists and also become as big yeah. as you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I think if you have the passion, you have, obviously have to have some interest in tech. You don't want to just decide, hey, let me write about tech, but then not and know anything. Know nothing about but it, yeah. at the same time, if you want, if you're willing to learn, then you must read up about it. Yeah. Familiarize, familiarize yourself with the lingo. Watch YouTube videos. Yeah. And you know, but don't obviously copy someone else. Just yeah. try learn the lingo basically. Yeah. You don't want to sound like a fool using big words that you don't understand because exactly, I think that yeah. definitely comes across and, and your, your following will call you out because yes, they've absolutely. got some, oh, yeah. some level of knowledge as well Twitter is a hard hit area hard. Yeah. but I'd also, also add um, so if you do have the passion I think start a blog yeah. even though everyone's like oh blogs are dead but you know what if you have a passion about a subject and if you want an outreach a blog is a very good place to do you don't know who will spot you in the future and what opportunities may come from it I mean look at me like yeah. I was writing for fun and it became my career yeah. So you never know who's gonna see it and what opportunities will come away. Exactly. And and for influencers or anybody who wants to become an influencer, what nuggets can you leave for them? Oh, uh, see that's difficult because for influencers, I feel like they want to have a good time. Yes. And <laughs> like how often have you seen an influencer say something negative? So I, I can't I can't advise someone how to become an influencer. Yeah. I mean, but if you want to be an influencer person in a specific niche, if it's tech, at least, like I, like I said, with women want to become focus on tech journalism, yeah. at least learn your subject, know what you're saying. You yeah, know? exactly, yeah. Don't make comments about things you don't, you're not familiar with, I think. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And can I, touch on, can I just mention one more thing? Please go ahead. <laughs> so, a lot of... I and don't let your coffee get cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with the phones as well, like if for example you use an iPhone, don't go and become an influencer for an Android brand. That's one of my <laughs> biggest crimes. <laughs> like everybody can yeah. see what phone you tweet with. Exactly. Don't now be a Twitter, uh, an iOS person and suddenly say, well now I'm promoting this Android. We yeah. all know. We can see. Exactly. So you've obviously posted it, not just a phone, even a laptop. Yeah. Like if you use a uh, Windows or a MacBook, try to be authentic. If it's yeah. a partner with a brand or you've used before and yeah. maybe that's my advantage. So it must all be authentic and it must be a first user first. Yes, you my... bring a very interesting dimension. Over the weekend I was reading about Nasty C, the rapper. Yes. Um, he is apparently working with X, the Dio, whatever. Yeah. And so he posted this something and is talking all this niceties about, about, about the Dio. And yeah. the first comment on there was like, you guys must think we are stupid. We all know he is not using that deal. So can see? you see? Yeah. Everybody knows. You see, the thing is, if you are an influencer or big, whoever, a large follower, you can't yeah. treat your followers like they're stupid. Everybody yeah. knows. If they've been following you for a while, they know. Yeah. He used this on this one, he said this. Yeah, and we now see, he's now saying this. We saw him with something else, exactly. We, people yeah. are not stupid. Yeah, exactly. So you can't actually go and promote something you've never ever used. I think that's yeah. where the. It becomes inauthentic. Exactly, exactly. Nafisa, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, let's continue this chat outside of this. Have another coffee, take a couple of selfies, and, and enjoy this morning. To everybody else at home, thank you so much for joining us. You can download this and other episodes off of iTunes and Spotify. We love you, but unfortunately, we have to leave you. Nafisa, it was a great session. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you.